0: All right, welcome to our week four podcast of our connection group series for going backstage. Um, we hope that you've been enjoying everything so far for the first three weeks. This is actually uh, theology part two, week two of our theology discussion because we weren't able to cram everything into one week when it comes to theological understandings of John Wesley and our Wesleyan traditions and heritage. And so for this week, we're going to be diving into a very important phrase, a very important word, which is the word of grace. Now, we understand God is grace. God is love. This is primary way in which we believe that we are called to go and interact with the world. So we're going to spend some time diving into what grace is and how it is that we engage with grace and what we believe that is for our lives today. How do we see grace at work in our lives? How do we? How have we experienced grace personally? How have we seen grace um, in the lives of those around us? And what does it mean for us to offer grace to other people? So we're going to be spending some time kind of defining what grace is, spending some time defining what that looks like from a um, kind of an academic sense, and then also So kind of from a real kind of practical sense, what is grace? How do we engage with grace? And how is it that we can um, interact with God in that way in the grace that God has given us? Now, as we look at God's grace, we look at uh, the ways in which we have been created because we believe that we have been created by God. And in that way, we have been created by God to experience God's grace and to kind of live into what we are describing as three different images that God has made us into. And those three uh, different images are are ways in which we can see who God has called us to be. So we believe that God has made us to be um, people who uh, have moral lives, that we live in specific ways and ways ways of which Jesus has called us to live. Kind of a a political life, which um, political, not in the sense of like, you know, politics that you see on the news, but political in the sense of like, there is a world that we are called to lead and that we are called to manage, that we are called to uh, to be stewards of. And in the book of Genesis, it says that God made uh, humans the stewards of creation. And so how is it that we're caring for creation? How is it that we're caring for the things and the people around us. And then finally, what is kind of that, that spiritual image that God has made us in? We believe that each of us has been given a soul. And so that if each of us has been given a soul, it's so that we can be in this divine relationship with God uh, because we have been given this this otherly essence, this this soul. That connects us with God in a way that the rest of creation isn't connected with God. And so we're gonna be talking about how it is that we um we engage with those three images of God. And so that'll be a, a very good and fun conversation that I hope you get to enjoy. And then we're gonna be diving into what we describe as Wesleyan's way of salvation. Now, Wesleyan's way of salvation, that's kind of the thing. That is the big thing that we talk about in our Wesleyan heritage and every single week that you come to St. Andrew, that you come and worship with us or you learn from us, recognize that the pastoral leadership of the church is teaching based upon Wesley's way of salvation. Everything we do, you can tie back and say, well, this applies to this component of Wesley's way of salvation. So this is like This is like the thing. This is the the crucial, critical message that we teach. So uh, Wesley's way of salvation really uh, is us recognizing that we experience grace in a few fundamental ways. Um, Those fundamental ways in which we experience grace is God's uh, provenient grace, God's justifying grace, and then God's sanctifying grace. So God's provenient grace, that's grace that comes to us whether we recognize it or want it or not. Every single person experiences provenient grace from God and it's the ways in which God is trying to interact with us before we ever, ever even realize that God exists. Then you have God's justifying grace. This is the grace that we experience when we recognize, oh my gosh, God is here and God is awesome and I want to engage with God. I recognize that I have been sinful in my life. I want to turn my life around. I want to turn towards God, start living a Christian life. That is where we experience justifying grace. where We are made right with God and we start to kind of get to go down that path. And then finally, we have what's referred to as God's sanctifying grace. Now, God's sanctifying grace is we recognize that even if we experience salvation, even if we experience God's uh, loving, justifying grace, that that in and of itself is not enough that we have to then begin a path, a life of discipleship, a life of constant growth and challenging of ourselves in order to grow into the people that God has called us to be. So that is a really important way for us to understand um, uh, God because we recognize that even if I say Jesus Christ is Lord, that is not where my story of Christianity ends, that every single day from that point forward, I have the, the privilege and the call upon my life to go and live differently as a result. And so that is kind of what the... You know, the Wesleyan way of salvation in a very big broad view overview. Um, you're gonna dive into it a little bit more through your groups, which is really exciting. Our two scriptures for today. We're gonna first look at Romans 10, 8 through 13. Romans 10, 8 through 13. And in the book of Romans, Paul is again, he's talking to uh talking to the uh to the Romans, and he he's talking about uh what it means to declare that Jesus is Lord and uh that in doing so that we will be saved. And so we're going to talk about what it means actually to be saved. How do we how do we recognize what salvation is? How do we recognize the ways in which we experience God's salvation? And what is Jesus's role in that? And then what is our role in that? And then how can we see that as being a blessing and a uh, an, an area that we have been enriched in our lives? And then we have Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. That, again, that's Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, where it talks about how we've been made alive in Christ, how we've been given new life. In Christ, That idea of new life in Christ is something that Wesley taught a lot in his teachings, where he would say that uh, once we accept God, we are actually born anew and we have been given a new life in Christ and we get to live into that new life. And so um, when we recognize that we have been made alive, it is recognizing that we were destined for death and decay and failure. Um, and then Jesus came. And changed all that and gave us the opportunity to experience life, to experience fullness, to experience goodness. And so um, those two verses together are actually going to be really fun for us to dive into a little bit. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I hope you enjoy this, uh, this second week of theology. Uh, I'm excited to hear kind of you guys' feedback on it and look forward to getting to you to come back for our final week, week five, which we're going to be diving into worship.